0: Welcome back, y'all, to episode 85 of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day with the intention to master the short-form podcast. Within this podcast, we cover a multitude of topics. Nothing is off the table. We drive interest, and we try to better understand situations. Taking a look at Things that maybe people don't always look at. Um, so, with that in mind, let's get in the show. Wow, I cannot believe we were at episode eighty-five. Um, it has been quite a process and journey bringing a podcast every single day, and it definitely takes time to master it. Um, for me, being fifteen days around, fifteen days away from episode. 100 is kind of unreal you know it's kind of unreal how quickly time passes and this journey's really been one of learning and now like in all reality i wish i had like a sponsorship to like pitch it and it's like time is of the essence so make sure to wear timex watches but we're not there yet but we are getting closer every podcast i assume um the uptake has been interesting to see people listening more now, people listening that I don't think related or know me it's not a crazy number but it's still a number of progression and we're just gonna keep going and I know you know you guys are liking it so today um, I'm just gonna open up a cold beverage as I kind of get into this and then I wish I had another sponsorship to give right there I'd be like try this energy drink um, so one thing that was really interesting to me, so kind of getting into some sports um, news, if you will, is the fight last night between Jake Paul, the problem child, and Eddie, the spider, Sylvia. Um, so this fight went the distance with multitude rounds, and the judges scored it based on Jake Paul, but anybody watching that fight would also give it to Jake Paul. Um and a concept that keeps coming up around Jake Paul is being rigged. So if you look at all of Jake Paul's fight fights, so currently now, Jake Paul is 6-0, and okay? He's really been fighting for two years, two to four years, training relatively quickly. Um, tons of people, like, don't want to see him do well. I don't know why. It's like, it's like, you see this man working really, really hard, and he comes off a little bit brash, but... I mean, who cares? He's like, he's working and he's fighting people. But if we look at his fights, let's break him down. I mean, I think, I don't know what we call Jay Paul now. Do we call him an amateur? Do we call him professional? Um, breaking down his fights, I've watched most of them, you know. And generally, they'll always be on Showtime, running about $60 a pop. Um, but his first kind of fight was... I can't remember who he fought I don't know if it was on Escan Gibby and he beat him but really going into the Nate Diaz fight I'm sorry not Nate Diaz I mean that could be in the future but Nate Robinson so I watched this fight and it was a clear knockout and Nate Robinson obviously did not want to lose to Jake Paul so really my intention is to go through each one of these fights and be like tell me how this is rigged Um and then I want to kind of go into some other riggings, sports history to kind of indicate how things were rigged and how things have been rigged as it relates to boxing. Um, so Nate Robinson, who was, who was the point guard for the New York Knicks, fought him, and he got rocked. That fight was bad. I mean, he ate a knuckle sandwich and just was TKO'd. Then we have this other fighter. I never watched that fight, but I think that was his first one. And he won by knockout as well. But getting into the Ben Askren fight. I mean, this fight was really interesting. I don't know. It just seemed like Ben Askren the whole time just had this, just a really bad attitude about it. Like, he was offered the fight, right? It was hyped up. He didn't promote it at all, okay? And he showed up and and looked that he didn't train. Guy's been playing frisbee golf. And just kind of like been like not even taking the opportunity serious. Like, you know, to me, it's like that was such a red flag. Excuse me. (coughs) And it's like, ASC is that an indication that it's being rigged? I don't know. I think if it was being rigged, you'd try to sell it. So that fight, I mean, you paid for it. And like, this was before it was on Showtime, so it was a little bit ratchet. It's like a promotion company. You had Snoop Dogg as one of the uh, commentators. It was a really interesting fight. I don't know. I've never really seen anything like it. But, like, Jake Paul knocked him out in the first round. or But I don't know if he knocked him out. But if you look at it, it looked like he got knocked out. You know, I'm sure Ben Asking, I don't know who he would have bet it on. But, you know, he was a wrestler, a fighter. We all know him because he took the knee to Medal in that one fight where... Madal came out and just kneeed a dude in the head, and that was Ben Askren. And Ben Askren fought in prime, and I'm pretty sure he's close with Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan really liked him and tried to get him over to USC, but he's kind of a bust. Now he plays Frisbee golf, has a podcast, and he's a gym coach and probably had a multi-million dollar payout because of Jake Paul. Um, so, I don't know. That one I is probably the one I would might considered to be the most rigged out of all of his fights just because of how it ended. Ben Askin just walked out of the arena with his wife. Like The whole thing was really, really weird. No press conference. So that one was really weird. And then we have Tyson Woodley 1 and Tyson Woodley 2. Um, I didn't really watch Tyson Woodley 1. I'm pretty sure I went to the judges. And Tyson Woodley 2 was a very boring fight. And it kind of lasted in Jake Paul just getting that right hand that he has with that power and just dropping him. And that one in itself... I mean, Tyson Woodley got a tattoo. So this is kind of where it's like, is it rigged? I don't think it's rigged because Tyson Woodley fought him. And Jake Paul was like, get a tattoo with my name on it on your body. And we can have a box again. And I think he said F you to Jake Paul and he got it tattooed on his finger. But Tyson Woodley stepped up when when Fury wouldn't want to fight him. And there was tons of weird stuff with Fury. Broke rib. It's like, when you look at the guy... And I check him on Instagram, and he's, like, running marathons. It just seems like he has no—he does not want to fight. Because like, if you look at it, you know, the Jake Paul fight would be a really good fight for me. Can make a lot of money. It's like, I would fight—I don't I would get it. It's like, why would he not want to fight Jake Paul? And I'll get into that in the next fight. So Tyson Woodley, too, he was supposed to fight Fury, which is Tyson—I don't know which Fury is who, but it's young Fury. It's his half-brother. Because the Fury brothers were gypsies, like in Snatch, and each one of the guys had different moms, but they all had the same dad. Um, But you know he was going to box, and the second time he didn't have his paperwork. Tyson Woodley came through at the last minute, and he got knocked out, but he still came through, and he did it there. So, like if you look at those fights, I mean they were like legit fights, but it's not like super crazy. I think. His last fight with Ed, Ed Silva was really, really interesting because Ed Silva had, you know, he, he, he beat Cesar Chavez Jr. last year, okay? He is a World sea fighter, Brazilian 47. Guy has, like, an iron jaw. And he goes out there and has a really good fight against Jake Paul. The only reason why Jake Paul won is because he knocked him down. So, like, when I look at this fight, it doesn't look like it was rigged. And like when I, I did some research on kind of understanding the criterias for how to rig a fight, and there's a multitude of them. And really what you find is that the number one indicator obviously is going to be money. So if you look at different kind of – another good example of this is is baseball during the early 1900s. And the, the Black Sox, which is – I guess the White Sox, but they're called the Black Sox because in 1919 World Series, they are playing Cincinnati – and the Mafia offered them, the uh, Mafia and the bookies kind of ran the games they offered them, $100,000 to throw the game, which in 1919, which would have been too two um, hundred that had to be like, you know, millions of dollars. But, you know, you got to understand, baseball players really weren't paid that well. It's like now, like, they wouldn't do anything like that because baseball players are paid insane. So, and essentially, you know, the the Mafia never paid them. They tried to get out of it, but then the Mafia... And a threatened to kill everybody on them, and they threw it in. Cincinnati won their first and only World Series, and they were called the uh, Black Sox. Then you kind of look at boxing. So now let's look at boxing, where you have, um, you have Muhammad Ali at the time. I think Cassius Clay fighting Sonny Liston. This is one of the biggest known thrown fights because I guess Muhammad Ali beat him, but in the contract he got a second opportunity, but he was in no shape or form because he was like alcoholic and everybody knew he's going to throw the first round. Okay. And then you have different aspects of kind of sports corruption. The, the latest one we probably have is Houston with their the knowing the baseball calls and that coming out as an order to win. So that's the indicator of cheating is winning. You have the world you have the um, championship between the Lakers and Sacramento potentially the refs through the game. You also have different things that happen in the Olympics between the U.S. and Russia, I think, back in 1970 with Munich whenever the Russians um, allowed for three more seconds left to happen on the clock, you know, and that kind of allowed it them to win, which is obviously winning. So I think the two criteria was money and winning. And and there's there's obviously there's other ones. What else is coming to mind off the bat? Um, I mean, those are, like, really good representations of it. And then, like, I did some more research on thrown fights. And, like, the thing is, like, there's nothing really to corroborate it. I mean, it's like, okay, that was potentially rigged. But if nobody talks, no one's going to know. It's like the only reason why I knew about the Sonny Liston fight is that really got out. And even the FBI did an investigation on it. The Houston Astros, the, um, the one of the pitchers, like, kind of hinted towards it. And they had, like, a live broadcasting thing going on in the tunnel. And what they were doing is they were recording the calls, right? So, like, when you think about that as kind of, like, this, this reason for rigging a fight, it's like you look at Jake Paul and it's like, you know, I don't think Jake Paul is making as much money as he did. You know, you don't – I mean, Eddie Silver probably walked away with a pretty good payday. Now you have, like, Nate Diaz during the pot for a potential next fight. Like – I don't know, like, Nate Diaz is not a big dude. I think he weighs, like, 130. And they say he's 5'10", but that guy don't look 5'10". Or, actually, say he's foot. You know, Jake Paul is 184, you know, in fighting Nate Diaz. And Jake Paul, potentially, is on PEDs. I mean, that dude, I don't know if he is, but it's, like, his his physique, potentially. But if you look at him, he is a freak in the gym. I mean, the guy is, like... Working his body out, he also has a breath healer. He has a spiritual healer. He's like doing it all in Puerto Rico and really putting the time and effort. But two, it's like professionals won't fight him. It's like if he takes a Nate Diaz fight, it feels like a step down because unless they can really, really promote it, you know, it's like who else is left for Jake Paul to fight? Because nobody will fight him. You had to pull in Eddie Silva, who's like Eddie, who's like a legit dude. And he's also like a great dude and what's like so crazy about that whole fight is i don't know if it was like a full circle for jake paul but eddie silva took a picture with jake paul and his brother luke paul or what's his brother's name jake and i always forget his but the paul brothers and you know it's like they took this picture when they're 13 and jake paul clearly really liked eddie silva they went to go see him fight and during the press conference, this old woman asked them about it, and they recreated the picture. I was like, that, "That ain't heartfelt." On top of them just like fighting each other, but that fight went the distance, and Eddie Silva took so many punches to the jaw. Like if you look at the Tyson Woodley fight, if you look at you know Ben Askren, and then you look at um, even Nate Nate. I don't want to say Nate Diaz. Nate Robinson. Like, you look at those fights and you're like, yo, those are legit knockouts. And people need to start recognizing that, you know, Jake Paul can fight. And there's nothing wrong with that. And it's like, people just want to hate on him because he transitioned. He's the bad boy. But it's like, the dude was in the Disney Club. His brother got really famous on TikTok and in Vines. You know, they became like the most paid YouTubers. You know, when his brother did fight Floyd Mayweather, but Floyd Mayweather... I mean, his last four fights, he's like the most, I mean, his fights are, to me are kind of garbage, but people make a ton of money. I mean, his last fights are some of the most, you know, made some of the most money in history, like $600 million, like consistently. But, you know, we can get in that to another time. In that fight, I don't know, that fight could have been rigged. But overall, you know, that's kind of my analysis of the Jake Paul Silva fight. Thank you guys for listening. As I get into... You know, when I got to episode 100, it was the goal. So we're getting there. So once we get there, I'm really, I'm really going to focus on blowing it up. So thank you all listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.